The Nevada Department of Education is providing this podcast as a public service, and it is provided for informational purposes only. It is not a statement of official state policy, nor should it be construed as legal advice on any subject matter. It is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of state policy. Reference to any specific product, process, service, or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by the Nevada Department of Education. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by employees of the Nevada Department of Education or Nevada educators are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Nevada Department of Education or the view of the state of Nevada. Welcome to the Battleborn Digital Learning Podcast, a podcast brought to you by the Nevada Department of Education and the Nevada Digital Learning Collaborative to highlight best practices, tools, and successes from classrooms, schools, and districts from around the great state of Nevada with your hosts, Maggie Cox and Kyle Anderson. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Battleborn Digital Learning Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Anderson, a special education teacher at Clark High School in Las Vegas. And as always, joining me is my co-host, Maggie Cox. Maggie, how are you doing today? Doing good. Maggie Cox here. I have been with Clark County School District for 10 years, finished up with Desert Pines High School this year, and I'm making a transition for next year. I'm going to be heading to Pinecrest K-12 in Sloan, um, but I will be continuing to teach career and technical education, medical programs. So I'm really excited about that. And we just, Kyle, you and I, we just had our, our final meeting with the Nevada Digital Engineers just this week. And so let's talk about what we learned. Yeah, but first, before we do that, congratulations on your new position. I'm excited for you. It sounds like a really cool opportunity just to try something new, but at the same time, not try something new because you are gonna be kind of picking up what with what you were doing for the past 10 years anyway. Okay. So. But, uh, but like you said, yeah, we had our last meeting as a digital learning collaborative here recently and celebrated and reflected on what the past year was like as digital engineers and the contributions that we as engineers made to the Nevada Digital Learning Collaborative. And then we talked a little bit about the future as well. So, and uh, you, the one that is ever prepared, has a laundry list of stuff that uh, that you would like to share. So yeah. I, I would, I mean, we were talking about this before we hit record, but uh, let's share this with the listeners. Yes, I always take notes. I can't help it. But we were fortunate enough to have Superintendent Joan Ebert get on the call with us and, and thank the group for their participation. She talked about us being the rocket fuel behind the digital learning um, movement. And this was really her idea uh, it was a, a project she started as soon as we hit um, pandemic and we started to get into a little trouble. But the vision is that this will be ongoing. So all the work that we did this year in preparing this website, nvdigitallearning.org, um, is to prepare content that will be ongoing, um, continue to be used by our teachers. We had over 1,400 visitors to that website from 71 countries. That's what they reported to us. That was exciting to hear. 
um, we hosted two summits this year, two digital learning summits where our engineers taught courses for free offered by the state um, to our educators around the state. We had different panels. So we had um, several panels with like parents uh, giving advice on what they were doing or sharing uh, concerns that they had. So we had some video panels we did. We offered this podcast where we brought educators on to talk about what was working in their situation. And throughout our state, we had multiple scenarios. We had some teachers teaching in class um, and we had some in a hybrid uh, classroom. We had some in CCSD who were out of the classroom for the full year, some that went back midway. And so we had a lot of different things to reflect on. And so that was what was nice about this meeting is we spent time reflecting on our own personal experiences and then the projects that we had worked on. So we, as part of this meeting, we split into groups. And so I was anxious to hear because we were actually in different groups. I was anxious to hear about how your group went and, and what were your reflections? Yeah, we were, the group that I was a part of, we talked a lot about just the opportunity that the NVDLC has been for the past year and the opportunity to meet other educators from not just in our local area, because I mean, if you're talking just you and I, you and I, I think are pretty well connected here in Clark County. And then with my experience working in Carson City and the handful of people I know in Washoe, I feel that I was decently connected in those areas, but outside of Washoe, Carson, and Clark, I, I didn't really know too many people around the state of Nevada. So we were talking in that group about how it gave us all an opportunity to meet and collaborate with people from really every district in, in the state of Nevada. So, which I mean, this is an enormous state from the Southern tip at Laughlin all the way to the border with Idaho and Oregon, you're talking five, 600 miles. I mean, it's just, it's an enormous state. And so much in between. So, and we really talked a lot about, uh, like your group did, with the artifacts that were created. We have that website, nbdigitallearning.org, where I mean, there are literally hundreds of items on that website, whether it's one pagers, infographics, blog posts, and then, you know, this podcast is linked on there. And then the podcast is out there on Apple and Spotify and any other place you listen to podcasts. So there's all of these different resources that are out there that just the opportunity over the last year to create those, collaborate to create those, and then get them out to not just educators in Nevada, because that was something that came up in that meeting too, about how based on the hits on the website, and all 50 states were represented. And then I believe it was seven different countries outside of the United States, there were unique visitors from. So really this collaborative that was designed for educators in the state of Nevada really went international when it was all said and done. Mm -hmm. That was exciting. And my group as well talked about uh, the networking opportunities. Uh, we all come from different backgrounds and we were all teaching different content. So anytime you get that, you know, group together, all interested in education technology, there was just a lot of sharing of ideas. It really felt like a think tank when we would get our, our groups together. And I think it allowed us to move forward. Um, a lot of the members in my group talked about 
how much they bonded with their group as they were creating the content. Um, so I think we've created some relationships that will continue, which is wonderful because like you said, we're all in different districts. And so this creates an opportunity. Um, and I think this is what the state was hoping for these experts now to go into other areas and provide that professional development. So this year, during the year, we did two virtual professional developments. What we're hearing as we're moving forward, um, and they are looking for applications right now, they're building two groups. So they're building one group that is gonna act as digital engineers creating content for specific areas, similar to what was being done this year. So we have a list of which classes were created and are on the website, and then we have the needs list. You know, it was recognized that this would be an ongoing program. And so we're looking at the needs now and um, people are going to sign up to take on those courses. And they're looking for, for new teachers that might be interested in, in doing that. They're also looking for a group we're going to call uh, Digital Ambassadors, which are going to take on the role of providing that professional development. As things change up, it looks like we'll be able to do more of that in person. And so these might be you know, leaders that are able to travel to some of the different districts. As you said, we got a huge state, you know, so we're hoping to, to spread this around um, and get more of our, our digital engineers uh, that are really the ed tech leaders in their spaces, get them out, get them talking to other teachers. So that's exciting. Um, we talked a lot about Canvas as the state is using that primarily. So those courses are going to continue. You can find on nvdigitallearning.org uh, that there's actually courses for all educators throughout the summer. So if you're looking for professional development, um, you can find that. And I'm trying to think if I missed anything in my notes, but um, I think that that's it for my notes. Well, talking about maybe having people travel to different districts, sign me up for that because not only will I be able to go connect with others, but uh, I'll take my hiking boots and fishing gear with me as well so I can uh, <laughs> go hit up the, the different trails and uh, waters around the state of Nevada because uh, it's something I do enjoy is getting out outside of Las Vegas and finding some of these little hidden gems around the state. And then uh, I do have a goal for eventually – uh, starting to visit some of the ghost towns that are around the state as well. And and not just the big ones like Rhyolite that are very common. I want to find some of the more hidden gems that are out there as well. So now shifting yeah. gears a little bit, um, you and I both obviously had a lot of successes this year, but there was a lot of challenges based on what this year was. Uh, 2020, 2021 was uh, by far the craziest year of my career. Uh, yeah. So I just want to take a moment just to kind of reflect on not just our work and our time working with the DLC, but on a personal professional level as well. Mm -hmm. So what was one of your favorite successes you had? And then what was one of the biggest challenges you faced this year? I think um, for me, probably the biggest success was, you know, I, I had a group of seniors this year that I was watching them complete their final testing. Um, they had to pass their CTE state test, and it was so hard not to be on campus and there to celebrate for that. But um, <laughs> I was probably just as nervous as them. So I had to sit on a call 
um, keep an open virtual room while they went and took their test in another virtual space. And then they would come back to my virtual room to tell me um, that they had passed their test. And so that was probably one of the most joyous moments um, because they turned their camera on, they were excited. Um, so that was that was really cool. I think the biggest challenge for me, it was I was teaching high school and I got very little on-camera interaction. And so those were the highlights for me when I did get it. Um, and some of these kids were kids I had taught for, for two years. This was my third year with that group. And so they had a tendency to do it more. But I, for me, it was very challenging to teach without seeing them. I missed that interaction. Um, you know, it. And it got hard for me, I, you know, I think emotionally, I don't think a lot of teachers talked about that as much, but there were days I felt very drained by the end of the day if I'd taught four classes and seen no faces. Um, so that that was a piece I will not miss. Um, I know that as they're moving forward in our district, they have um, set up some opportunities for people to be online, but they are making a requirement and asking parents and students to sign forms so that they have permission to, um, you know, make them turn the cameras on. And I think that would have made a difference. I noticed um, my, my own children had a difficult time with the cameras on, especially my daughter. She was in first grade. And so that was a huge challenge for us in our family uh, was her not being willing to turn it on. I could hear her doing her lessons and understanding the concepts and answering questions, but her camera was off and her mic was off. And so it gave me a different perspective. You know, as I'm, I'm teaching to a blank screen, I know they're catching some of it. So I just had to keep, you know, doing what I was supposed to do. Um, I was grateful that my daughter, who's in elementary, was able to go back into the classroom right at the end of the year, and her teacher kept things very positive, and she had a very positive experience at the end, which gives me hope because she was getting very discouraged. So I think we're going to see, you know, that upswing and that excitement again. I'm even hearing rumors that the summer school being offered here in CCSD is quite fun as they are focused on engagement. Um, and a lot of kids are really embracing that. So I'm looking forward to seeing happy faces again. Uh, in regards to the summer school, I have been working summer school thus far, and I can vouch for that. Uh, the rooms that I go into, kids are there, they're engaged, they're enthusiastic, and uh, it's just, it's so nice to see actual kids. And then on top of that, then I'm actually meeting kids that I had in classes, but I didn't realize it was them because A, it was usually just a camera off. It was an icon, but now it's even a struggle to too because the kids are wearing masks. So it's like, wait, who are you again? They pull the mask down, they introduce themselves. So so that part has been nice. So uh, now, you know, I, I agree that was a big challenge, uh, but for me, the challenge was being new to a school returning to Clark County after being away for a couple of years in the middle of all of this. So going into my school where I, I, I'm at now, Clark High School, I knew maybe three people total going into working there. And it was so hard to try to get to know colleagues over the course of the last year being online, not physically being at school. Once we got back into the physical environment, when we switched to hybrid, 
then it became walking around saying hello to my colleagues, not knowing who they were. But then the challenge became too, they would know who I was because they recognize, they recognized me from, as they like to say, you were Google meet famous because <laughs> I was involved in a lot of different things. But then I would feel bad because they'd say, Oh, Hey, Mr. Anderson, how are you? My hello person. I don't know who you are. I'm so sorry. So, but as to the year finished out, I started to get to know a handful of my colleagues. And next year, I'm really hoping that that'll be even better because we'll be back in person. So now one of the challenges, though, going into this year for me was I was going to be co-teaching a math class, which I have never taught math. I haven't even taken math in 20 years. So I was a little apprehensive about that. But I ended up getting teamed up with an amazing co-teacher, algebra teacher named Wendy Bonar. So Wendy, if you're listening, you are amazing. And we really hit it off and really had a great thing going with virtual learning. And uh, we are going to be working together again next year, this time, not in three classes. We're going to be working in five classes together. And we have grand plans to really take a lot of what we already knew how to do well before the pandemic and then all the things that we did well during the pandemic and really just bring it together to make like super classes at this point. So and and really just let math take off with the with the kids that we're going to have in class. So uh, so that was probably my biggest celebration that I had from this year was really finding someone that I work really well with and that is passionate about what they do and then has great ideas and what we're going to be doing in the future here. Yeah. So we both mentioned relationships, relationships, and we know we've talked all year to teachers and that is critical and key always. And in the virtual environment, it was challenging. Um, so yes, we're excited to go back and be able to see people, but we also learned so many cool things this year that we want to carry some things forward. I know for me, I, I have always run sort of a blended classroom anyways, but I'm, I'm excited to keep those pieces. Now the kids are very much used to it. Um, we were able in this state to go one-to-one -one devices, which has been a challenge in years past with people saying, well, we can't afford it. We can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Well, we were able to. So I'm grateful in our state that there was the, the push. We've got devices in hands. We pushed hard to get internet um, you know, availability to all of our students. And I'm hoping we don't back off of that. I'm hoping that teachers will continue to embrace um, and continue blended ed in those, you know, taking these new skills that they have. Um, I know that's one of our, our hopes as a group. And part of the reason we will continue, you know, from the state level with this program of Nevada Digital Engineers to make sure that there is, is a group that's able to provide some of those resources. Yeah, which kind of brings us to the future of this podcast, though, too. So right now, we're not 100% sure what the future of the show is. This is our last episode for now. So whether this is just going to be a summer hiatus and you and I pick it back up come fall, or if somebody else is going to pick it up and, repl and replace the two of us, or if the podcast is just going to ride off into the sunset, we're, we're not 100% sure with that at this point. So if you have been listening over the past year, um, know that we appreciate the support that you have given us listening to the show and interacting with us over the past year. Uh, but again, we're just, we're just not 100% sure what's going to be happening from this point forward 
with the show. So I would love to see this show continue on. But I know you and I have talked. We're, we're not 100% sure if we can make the commitment to continue it. Um, if somebody was going to be able to pick the show up or, again, mm-hmm. if it's just going to kind of slide into the sunset at this point. So, um, yeah. we'll, so we'll see what happens though, over the so course of the summer. At our meeting, they talked about they're taking new applications. And so just like you and I applied, you know, last year, they're looking for people to apply. And I think this would fall into that group of of digital ambassadors helping with professional development and marketing. And um, I know they're they're trying to pick up their social media presence and those type of things to get the word out. So you do have an opportunity if you go to nvdigitallearning.org, not only to check out the existing content, take a look at it. There's a link there if you would like to apply. Applications are due by the end of this month. And we will reevaluate before we start in August if this program continues with us or with someone else. But it has been a joy. Um, This has definitely been one of the happy parts of my day when I get to sit down and, and reflect with, with Kyle and the other NV Digital engineers that we had this year. So I've very much enjoyed it. And thank you guys uh, for listening. Um, again, the website, nvdigitallearning.org. You can also find the podcast on your favorite app like Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and more. Um, we typically post on the first and third Mondays of the month. However, again, we're not sure what's happening in the future from this point. But um, you can always go back and listen to our back catalog. Uh, this is the 21st episode that we have done of the show. So there's, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, you can definitely go back over the summer and get your learn on with those. And then connect with the Nevada Department of Education on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, hashtags NVDLC, NV Digital Learning, and NV Digital Engineers will help you connect as well. And there's also the Nevada Department of Ed on YouTube. There are links in the show notes for each of these accounts. And then like Maggie, you said, uh, nvdigitallearning.org for more great resources from the DLC. And then if you're interested in working with the Digital Collaborative next year, again, there is a form on nvdigitallearning.org where you can apply and possibly contribute to the Collaborative in the future. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, Again, you can connect with me on Twitter or Instagram, any of the social medias at Maggie J. Cox. And we hope to hear from you sometime this summer. Yes. And you can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Anderson EdTech. And then I have my blog, AndersonEdTech.net, that you can connect with me on. And then I also have a book called To the Edge Successes and Failures Through Risk Taking that is available on Amazon barnesandnoble.com, and then my publisher, Edumatch Publishing. So once again, Maggie, thank you for being my partner in crime on this for the past year. It's been an absolute blast. Yes, I appreciate it. I I know you are the, the podcasting guru, and so I appreciate uh, getting some time and, and getting these conversations in. It's been really helpful this year. And listeners, thank you for listening and your support over last year. And until next time, have a good one.